Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. Today we're going to be talking about the home inspection industry. I recently read an article that went like this. The need for thorough uh, structural checks has become an increasingly crucial component in the real estate sector. This has resulted in the growth of the home inspection industry. The Bureau of Labor Statistics predicts the number of home inspection professionals to grow 10% by 2016. So, you know, you can also see with the housing market being such a hot market that it is going to be even more demanding um, for these inspection professionals. And that's what we're, what we're talking about today. My guest is Mark Elson, and Mark started in franchising in 1991 when he and his partners launched a sporting goods franchise that grew to over 100 locations. Today, Mark is working with the Neighborly Brand and Housemasters Home Inspection, uh, which is a franchise. Uh, Housemasters has been in business since 2017 and franchising since 20, uh, I'm sorry, they've been in, in business since 1971. Man, I don't know where those numbers came from since 1971 and franchising since 1979. So they definitely know what they're doing. So please help me in welcoming Mark to the show. Mark, welcome to the show. Wow, thank you so much, Linda. It is a pleasure to be here. Really excited to to chat with you today. Well, I am really excited for you to be here. One of the reasons that I love doing this show is because it it acts as uh, an education platform so that people realize that franchising is so much more than home health care or lawn service. Uh, and I believe that, as I said at the top of the show, the home inspection industry is just absolutely booming right now. So, Mark, before we get started talking about Housemasters, tell me a little bit about more about your background in franchising and what drew you to this particular brand? Oh, wow. Great question. So, yeah, I mean, I started in, in franchising. It's really all I've done my whole career. Uh, started out in finance, figured out that wasn't going to be the place for me, um, and found an opportunity to get involved in, um, in, in a sporting goods franchise. It was specifically, it was bike shops. We franchised, we franchised bicycle shops. Um, and uh, as, a, you know, as a pretty young guy, I sort of got an, an education by fire, uh, not only in business, 
but also in franchising. Um, and it was a, it was a great run. Of course, Linda, that was back when there was retail in the world, and and, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of before uh, the internet, you know, sort, sort of had its effect and changes. But um, it was a it was a great opportunity, uh, and it was a great run for us. And um, just sheer dumb luck on my part. But I sold out, you know, sort of before that particular industry changed. Um, and, uh, and, and that worked really well for me, but I, I, I was bitten, um, I was bitten by, by franchising. Uh, and so, um, having been a franchisor had been a franchisee at that point. Um, and so, uh, I launched a, uh, a company of my own, um, with the purpose of helping young and blossoming franchisors, uh, and franchise systems to do franchise development, to put training together, um, and it was it was just a blast. Um, I had a chance to see the inside of a of hundred different franchises, uh, and you know I, I don't I don't really run that company today. Um, other other folks have, have sort of taken that to different places, and that's great. But in the process of doing what I did, um, I I stumbled into Housemaster. Uh, and there's a couple of things that, to me, when I look at a franchise, there's a couple of things that are critical. Uh, so, A, um, it has to be, obviously, a, a, a viable industry. Um, B, I like, I like a low investment with the potential of a high return. I, I just I don't feel comfortable telling people to, um, you know, to, to, to spend every penny they've ever had and will make. Right? I, I love when people can get into a business at a relatively low amount um, and build that, uh, build that with, with, uh, with minimal um, initial equity. Uh, I love I love service businesses. Um, they just don't they just don't go out of fashion. They don't go out of style. They're always needed. Um, and above all else, I need I need a, a franchisor that has a great relationship with its franchisees. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a, a, a franchisor. Having been a franchisee, right? The way that franchisor interacts with franchisees is critical to me. Um, and you know, I, I got to know Housemaster a little bit, and it's just. It, it ticked all the boxes, and I'm looking at this franchise going, man, this is really something special. Um, and so I, I sort of begged and pleaded to be part of the team and have been ever since. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a little bit how I got involved, um, in, you know, I, and, and we can certainly talk about uh, the specifics of, of what those special things are. But, yeah, I, mean, I, saw, I saw Housemaster as a really special franchise and a really special industry. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I said at the top of the show, I just see that this particular industry is on the fast track right now because it is growing. And Houston, like other parts of the country, the housing market is just gone crazy. So there has to be a huge demand for home inspectors now, isn't there? Um, you know, Linda, you're right, but there, there always there always is. Um, it's just a very it's a very consistent business. Uh, so right now we are in a in a absolutely wild uh, seller's yeah. market, um, and in two years or four years we'll be back in a you know, a, a calmer market, or maybe we'll get to a, a buyer's market again. But it, home sales just happen. Um, there's always kind of a three to eight percent turnover in every market, um, and that's just very, very consistent. Now we have been seeing like eleven percent turnover, so you're right, it's 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 up, but it just stays fairly consistent. And and for our part at Housemaster, we've seen very consistent growth. You know, right through even 
even through the pandemic, we just stayed fairly consistent because people are still moving. They're still buying homes. They're still selling homes. And 85% of homes that trade hands privately are going to get a home inspection. So it just means for us as, as, as housemasters, home inspectors, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a $2.5 billion industry. Um, and for our part now, we're about 300 locations across the U.S. and Canada, uh, some 4 million or so inspections behind us. You know, the industry really does tend to be fairly fragmented. You know, it's still, if you look at the number of home inspections that are, are done by any one particular group, it's still, it's still dominated by a guy with a truck. Um, who mm-hmm. became a home inspector, and those guys are really good. I, you know, if you do wallboard for 25 years and then your shoulders get sore, you become a home inspector. You know your way around a house, but it's hard to compete. You know, it's a little bit hard to compete with a company like ours that does uh, has a full-time marketing team, an IT group, uh, research and development. We just have the ability to produce a product that's more sophisticated, more advanced than the average guy on the street can do. Um, and, and that has allowed us to go into new markets, well, I guess 300 times so far at least, um, and gain significant market share um, you know, in an industry that tends to be, as you point out, it's just very consistent and right now particularly hot. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, tell me a little bit about what does that inspection look like? Yeah, gr- uh, great question. So an inspection generally takes two to three hours. Um, and to do an inspection, generally what we'll do, so you, you grab your, well, we're doing everything digitally now, so you grab your tablet. That tablet software that we run forces folks to do a, a very consistent inspection where you're sure not to miss anything, but also we run very efficiently. Um, and you walk the house. And what are we looking for? We're looking at um, interior, exterior, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, uh, and doing an evaluation on those things just based on walking the software. Um, the software, so it really we're just evaluating things to be satisfactory, fair, or poor. If it's fair or poor, um, use that software to put in a picture or a video. Use that software to, to, to use the comments library. Um, and what we produce is a reported evaluation of a property. Um, at the end of that reported evaluation, we're going to uh, collect cash on the barrel head and, and move on to the next thing. Um, it makes it a, a kind of a what I'll say is a very simple business. Don't 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 mistake that for me saying this is an easy business, but it's a very simple business. We do home inspections. It takes two to three hours. We collect cash. We're on to the next thing, um, and we have the ability to to do a lot of the additional. Uh, testing that that homeowners that are now spending three or five or seven hundred thousand dollars on a home are going to require air quality, water quality, radon, uh, lead test all comes to that client because they need it, but it all comes to us or our franchisees at an additional uh, at an additional cost. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about that checklist, Mark, does that checklist vary depending on what state the the property is located? Yes, yes, it, it absolutely does. So uh, certain states have different regulations. Um, now, I, I happen to know you're in Texas, and they have very mm-hmm. specific regulations on what a home inspection has to say and what kind of things have to be in there, and so that software does adjust. Um, also, uh, the homes that we would inspect in, in New Jersey or New England are going to be dramatically different than the homes we're going to inspect in Florida 
or in Texas. So we do adapt that software by state based on regulations and, and standardization of, of, of how buildings are created. Yeah, good, good mm -hmm. question. And so is, are the inspectors hired by the prospective home buyer or are they, um, are they hired by the realtor um, or even the, the current the home owner? So all of those things, right? It's not, it's not unusual that someone who is selling a home will get a pre-inspection. Uh, it's not unusual that a realtor will call us up and say, hey, you know, we're, we're turning this house. Can you get out here and do an inspection on it? But, but really, you know, most home inspections happen when an individual who is looking to buy a home calls us to do the home inspection. And most mm -hmm. of the time, they will get a referral from their realtor. Yeah. Um, so a lot of our marketing is really directed towards towards the realtor's world, um, and uh, we do other stuff. We can do light commercial. Um, we can train our franchisees for heavy commercial and industrial. Uh, we can work for you know, relocation services, uh, new construction punch list. I mean, there's a lot of places to take our tools, mm. but, but the base of our business is still, I'm buying a home. I need a home inspection. Mr. or Mrs. Realtor, who do you recommend? Um, and that's that's fairly consistent for us. Yeah, yeah. So now that I have a little bit of an idea of the services that Housemasters offers, if I'm looking at that franchise opportunity, Mark, I don't have any experience in construction. Are you looking for prospective franchisees who have a background in construction? Not, not necessarily. Um, definitely, uh, you know, some of our franchisees came out of construction or they come out of uh, engineering, and, and we love those guys. Um, mm -hmm. Most of our franchisees are, are second-career corporate America types. Um, and, and frankly, look, I, I, I think the skills required for this business are, are more about building relationships and communicating with clients than they are about technical knowledge. Home inspecting is a, is a skill, is a craft. Um, we can teach that skill. We can teach that craft. Uh, now, like with that said, what I will say, Linda, is if you have, you know, if you have absolutely no idea how a house is put together, it might be a lot to learn, right? I mean, if you've never picked up a, a hammer in your own home, it might be hard to suddenly make yourself a home inspector. But if you have a basic understanding of the systems in a, in a home, we can teach you home inspection. Um, we don't go and fix the heater. We determine that the heater isn't blowing hot air. It's not that. It's, you know, it isn't. It right. isn't a rocket science-y kind of thing, right? We're an evaluation service. So um, you know, give me somebody who, uh, you know, maybe, maybe does a little repair work around their own home but has the ability to talk to people and communicate. That would be a, a fantastic franchisee for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you mentioned training. So tell me, what does that training look like? Um, so our training starts with, uh, with a four-week pre-training program. Um, and and how many of our franchisees do that while they're still working or, or doing other things? It's, it's kind of self-paced, but we will set our, our, uh, our new franchisees up with one of our onboarding coaches. Um, and we try to take those you know, kind of four weeks of pre-training to get everything set up, to line up the dominoes, if you will. Let's, uh, let's get the, the, the vehicle set up, the tools, the insurance. We'll make sure we do a competitive analysis, know what the company, uh, what our, our competitors are up to. Um, if, if we are hiring day one, let's start the hiring process. Um, we can start uh, some, some uh, education around home inspection virtually. Uh, and we'll start that process so that once we get someone to training, they've got 
as much knocked out of the, of the detail work as we can do. Training itself is a two-week event. Um, it happens in, in our uh, location in Somerville, New Jersey. Uh, the way we're doing it right now, Linda, is uh, one week is in person, actually there in the classroom, and the other week is virtual in the classroom. Um, of course, as we adapt to, to the changes in the world right now, uh, we may go back to two, two weeks in person. But the first four days of our training are owner training. Let's make sure that you understand how to deliver the services, use our technology. Let's make sure that, that you, Mr. Franchisee, know how to execute our marketing systems. Um, that, that you, we know how to deliver the service the way that Housemaster has learned to deliver it over 42 years. And when we're confident you know how to do that part of the business, run the business as an owner, then we switch over to inspector training. Um, and inspector training is done under the guidelines of NIBI, the National Institute of Building Inspectors. Full disclosure, we founded NIBI back in 87. Uh, it is a nationally recognized school. Uh, very well respected. Um, our trainers, uh, one guy's 40 years plus uh, running, running Nibby. Uh, the other guy is 35 uh, years of an inspector. We bring in local inspectors. It's, it's, just, it's just a very well-known school. But we will teach people to become home inspectors. Um, and for our franchisees, uh, well, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But even after training, even if you come out of training, it doesn't stop. We're going to continue to meet with our franchisees on a weekly basis. So they'll get a, a, a regular meeting with their coach uh, to help them with marketing. They're going to do practice inspections or local inspections with other franchisees so that they can adapt to their local market, working very closely with our NIBI training team. Um, and so that's, that's how we overcome it. I mean, most states, we can get people doing inspections or licensed to do inspections just by going through NIBI. Uh, even in the most difficult states, within a month or two, you're licensed and ready to go. Mm. Very good. So, Mark, say I I have chosen House Masters, gone through the the training. So, do is this a brick and mortar? Do I need to look for office space? What are some of the what does that look like? No, no, definitely not. Keep the overhead keep the overhead low. Um, this is a business that you run out of a, out of a vehicle uh, and out of your home office. Um, when we see clients, we see clients at their home. When we see realtors, we see realtors at the realtor's office or the coffee shop. You absolutely don't need any kind of brick or mortar, uh, brick and mortar. Now, yeah, some of our big, big shops, guys who are running um, you know, $1.8 million, those guys will have brick and mortar, but you definitely don't want to start that way. So when I get started... Is this just a, uh, a sole proprietor? Uh, is this something that I would do, or would I need to look at hiring some employees to make this, uh, to launch the business? Yes, thank you. This is one of my favorite parts, or one of my favorite things about, about the house master business. Um, so we do like when our franchisees become licensed and insured home inspectors operating in their marketplace. But not everybody does that, Linda. Some, some of our franchisees start day one saying, look, I'll do some of the marketing. I'll run the business. Um, I may even run the semi-absentee. I'm going to hire inspectors day one. Sure. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, most of our franchisees, or, or maybe the more common path, is to become a home inspector. Learn the craft. Get good at it. Build that business. Um, and before you hit a, a point where you're doing you know, kind of as many inspections as you want to do, you hire your next person. 
mm-hmm. and continue I to see. grow. Now, we will train your people. Uh, we don't charge for training. Send them back up to us in New Jersey. We'll send you back a qualified home inspector. Um, and you can really grow what you want to grow out of this. Now, I will say uh, probably you know, 35% of our franchisees, they, they just they get up every day. They do two home inspections. They make really good money. They sleep well at night. It's super simple. Um, yeah. But the balance of our franchisees are in the process of building something bigger. Uh, add a part-time home inspector. Add two home inspectors. Add in another marketing person. And, and as I mentioned, we have guys who are running 1.8 mil in home inspections. We have guys who are running 1.6 mil in home inspections. And, and I have to say, the profit margins in this business are – really insane. I mean, um, we just don't have that much overhead. Uh, of course, we have overhead, um, but but it, it's relatively low. And so you compare it to some industries, and you know, those guys get to hold on to a fairly large chunk of, of what they inspect. Yeah, nice. What size of the territory is, Mark? Um, so a standard territory is 75,000 owner-occupied homes. Um, and 75,000 owner-occupied homes, depending where you are in the country, it could be six or seven zip codes um, in Montana. It's half the state, you know. But um, but that territory, 75,000 owner-occupied homes, becomes our franchisee's marketing territory. It, it is exclusive to active marketing. Only our franchisee that, that owns that territory can market that territory. So you won't be competing with other housemaster franchisees uh, for that realtor's attention. But mm-hmm. – we do allow our franchisees to do an inspection anywhere they're licensed, which is usually the state. And the reason we do it that way, Linda, is if you walk into a realtor's office, um, you don't want to be competing at that level, only one stack of cards. But when that realtor says, hey, you know, can you go up to the north part of town and do a home inspection, you don't want to tell them no because there's some imaginary line. Um, and sure. so that's the way our territories work. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely makes sense. I'll tell you what, Mark, I, um, I'm coming up to – a taking a commercial break and my listeners and I just love stories. Do you happen to have some stories that you can share with us when we come back from break? Oh, I love stories. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. But going to take a real quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll be talking more about home inspections. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, 
change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Bayestetos here, and Mark Elson is my guest today, and we are talking about home inspections, and in particular, a Housemaster home inspection franchise. So, Mark, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. Uh, I'd love to. Can I, can I talk a little bit about some of, uh, some of our franchisees, kind of give you a, a little snapshot of who some of these folks are and what they do? Linda? Are you there, Mark? Yes. Are you there, Mark? I, I am. Can you hear me? I might still be uh, on here. Yes, hand. I can. No, you're, you're okay. good now. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if it's okay with you and your listeners, I'd love to, to, to talk about some of our franchisees and Absolutely. give you a little snapshot of who they are. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, change, we'll, change, we'll change the names to protect the innocent. But, um, you know, so Bob, um, Bob lives on the uh, west coast of Florida. And um, I'm guessing he's, you know, he's mid, mid, early 50s kind of guy. But Bob started as a, as a warehouse guy um, with, with PepsiCo, right? Just, just mm-hmm. absolutely hands-on doing stuff. And um, over time, he ends up uh, picking up a, a driving route, and then he picks up a, a management group where he's running a couple of drivers and ends up, you know, kind of building himself into a really lucrative career. Um, you know, really from the bottom up, just a, just a, an absolute regular guy, um, enjoys real estate a little bit, does some, does the occasional, occasional house flip, um, and, you know, and, and, and comfortable and happy, um, but not necessarily satisfied. And so we started talking, um, some four years ago now, and, uh, he, he got very excited about the possibility of, of becoming a home inspector and running a home inspection franchise. Um, and so Bob joins Housemaster. He, he leaves his career um, under no duress to do so, just leaves his career hoping to do something different, something that he could get passionate about, um, and uh, starts that business. Um, the next year, his son, uh, who recently graduated college, joins the business. They open a second territory. They've just hired another inspector, uh, opened a third territory. Um, and you don't necessarily, I mean, they could have probably run it out of one or two territories. They're just trying to dominate that little, that little market um, in, in western Florida that they have. Uh, but now, you know, here's a guy who's, who's running a business that's coming up on, it's coming up on just around a million bucks this year, um, and that's you know that's pretty that's pretty meteoric growth, and I think it speaks a lot to his to his drive and determination. Uh, but it's you know it's interesting. Like when we were speaking, it wasn't like he said, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna own the universe. This is it, and I'm gonna get my son in this." It's just he got into it, started doing real well. Um, uh, realtors liked him. He started getting referrals, and very quickly he found out that he could ramp this business up uh, because the overhead was low. It, it, it allowed him to reinvest very quickly in the business and buy that second territory, bring his son on, grab another inspector, um, and, and kind of grow, grow something 
grow something bigger. So um, we're going to watch Bob go on to be, I think, you know, certainly one of the one of the top performers in the system, and and do it at a very quick rate. Um, another guy who comes to mind, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll call him we'll call him Tom um, in uh, the Greater Detroit market, um, but he was a, a medical device sales guy, uh, and his industry fell out under him. A um, little, little bit younger, but. Yeah, you know, he just couldn't. He couldn't get back to where he was. Um, one day he's selling medical devices, and the next day, the company is, you know, hiring extra people and cutting down his territory and all the things that sometimes go with corporate America. Mm-hmm. So he decides, hey, you know what? That's it. I, I could do something better for myself, um, and decides to, to pursue home inspection. Um, but what's interesting, what's interesting about about Tom, is as soon as he gets out of home inspector training. He gets an offer that he absolutely can't refuse, a fantastic offer in his industry. Um, And so what does Tom do? Tom hires a home inspector uh, and goes back to work, hires a home inspector, goes back to work. He's marketing sometimes in the evening, sometimes on the weekend. His guy is doing some of the marketing, doing some of the home inspection. Um, And and he is now right on track. He's right, right, uh, so probably a year and a half now, but he's right where that business should be compared to people who launch it on their own, um, and he's doing it mostly absentee by hiring uh, by hiring good people. Um, you know, so it, it takes a little bit longer to to, to get to that break even because you have that extra uh, overhead. But still, I mean, he's here's a guy who's in a position to stay at his career, uh, make good money, and run this uh, semi absentee because he was able to hire hire really good people. Mm-hmm. Wow, those are great stories there, Mark. And I I love the fact that they came from such diverse backgrounds. Um, and it just proves that it's about running the business. Um, that is something that is more important than what I say the widget, whatever that widget is. Um, so those are some great stories. Mark, we're getting close to the end of the show, but if somebody is listening right now, and you've piqued their curiosity, and they want to know more. Maybe they want to know more about Housemaster Services, whatever those services are, or maybe they want to know about the Housemaster Opportunity. Where would they go to find out that information? Um, so I think the best place to go and learn about Housemaster is, is at the website, um, Housemaster. Uh, dot com, um, and it's it's really two websites in one. The one you land on is 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 a client facing website, but you'll also find and, and that, which is which I recommend spend a little time there. I think our website's really good. Lots of videos and lots of explanations about home inspection, and and you get to see lots and lots of our franchisees doing quick blurbs about how they inspect or how to maintain parts of the house. Um, but if you uh, if you notice up at the top right, there's a link that'll take you over to. Uh, a site that will help you learn about becoming um, a, a house master franchisee, becoming a, a home inspection uh, business person. Um, and I think that's a pretty pretty good one, too. Uh, and, and certainly um, in that, uh, on that site uh, is my contact information as well. Perfect. So we're down to those final three questions here, Mark. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you do? What would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Um, so, you know, talking at a, at, a, at a high level, not necessarily home inspection, any franchise. I think the first thing that folks need to do is is just stop. 
you know, it, it's easy to rush to the internet and start exploring, but take an inventory. You know, I think a lot, a, a lot of people are viable candidates for franchising. Probably more folks are viable candidates for franchising than they realize. They just don't know it. Um, but not everyone. So, so I recommend this. Look, take a personal inventory. You know, do you have a little bit of capital to invest? Um, maybe it's liquid capital, which is great. Maybe there's some investments that could be liquidated or, or hedged against. Uh, maybe it's equity in real estate. Maybe you have a 401k. Um, but it does take a little bit of money to get a business started. And if you just don't have some capital, it makes it very hard to launch a business, franchise or otherwise. Um, and you know, along with that is credit. Uh, do you have – if you have a little bit of cash and a little bit of credit, you can often make this go. Um, but, if you know, if your credit is terrible or you don't have any kind of investment of your own, um, you know, start working there. You know, try to get that squared up. Um, but the third thing in that inventory is desire, right? I mean, yeah. I think most adults have some – fantasy about owning a business. Um, but is there really a desire there? I mean, do you really want to be in business for yourself? Because I will say, you know, whether it's a franchise or a personal, starting a business is some of the hardest thing you can, you, you can do in your life. I, I, to, to, to counteract that, let me, let me explain. Many of my people that I've worked with over the years have said, man, this is one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it's also the most rewarding thing I've ever done financially and personally. Um, my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. But, but it is a commitment, right? And it is hard. So without some desire, right, if it's kind of one of those things like, well, that would be cool. But I mean, if, if you have a little bit of fire, a little bit of passion, then it's worth pu pushing forward. Um, and so a little bit of capital, a little bit of credit, um, a little bit of desire, uh, and then the last thing is find a broker. Man, find a broker. Don't try exploring franchising on your own. It's just too complex. You go to the Internet, you get inundated with a million things. Brokers just, they're going to sort through the different brands. They're going to make sure they show you things that make sense. They're going to show you brands that have a history and a track record. It just, it, it just makes the search great go so much better. Um, and because most brokers really don't, don't charge, right? They get paid by the business community. Um, not using one just doesn't make sense. So, so mm -hmm. I would say those are the four things to prep for. Yeah, great, great advice there. And of course, this advice is coming from a franchisee, a franchisor, and a franchise consultant. So you definitely put that all down uh, in a quick snapshot there for sure, Mark. So the next question is, and we've kind of talked a little bit about this, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Um, in, in general, uh, for us and, and really for any brand, I think you know, it's going to take some self-motivation, some desire. Um, the franchisor will provide you a system. Uh, it still takes an individual to go out and, and put life into that system. Um, so it takes a little bit of self-motivation and some desire. Um, definitely an ability to, to follow a plan. I mean, if 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 you if you can't you know follow a system or a plan, it makes it it makes it hard. Why bother? Because um, that's what franchising is. But with that ability to follow a system and a plan, a little a little fire, a little ability to adapt, um, right? A little ability to make some decisions on the fly as you go. Um, so follow the system, stick to the system, don't reinvent things. But you still got a problem solve along the way. If you can do those things, franchising is absolutely for you. Yeah, most definitely. So you have been in franchising for quite some time. So my next question is, 
what does the future of franchising look like? Ooh. Oh, man, I, I, ooh, that's a good one. So, you know, I think that, um, I think in this, way back when, right, it, 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 when we became a nation, many folks were entrepreneurs. And the, you know, industrialization kind of changed that for better and worse. Um, but a few generations before me, um, you know, it got pretty good, right? I mean, folks really got everything from the corporation, right? There was there was pay, there was health care, there was pension, there was some security there. Um, and, and my generation, Gen X, right, we tried to live that same life, but you know, but but a lot of things changed. Uh, the cost of living was going up. Salaries didn't necessarily necessarily keep pace, and you know, the, the security of of jobs and you know, just things things changed, um, and. The generations that followed us are following us, uh, millennials, uh, Y, Z. Um, you know, their cost of living is up, um, and salary isn't. Uh, housing is almost impossible. Uh, benefits have eroded. Um, security in a career just isn't what, what it was for my grandparents. Um, college costs $300,000, and there's no guarantee that you get a job when you get out. Um, yeah. So, you know, millennials, Gen Y, Gen Z, they're, they're, they're going through a different thing than we experienced. And, and, and I will say this, too. You know, sometimes we're pretty tough on those guys, right? Oh, millennials, they're this or that. I think they're doing the very best they can with the tools that they have. But for a large degree, those folks don't buy the myth of work for the company. It's not that they won't go and get a job. It's just that they just don't see it the same way that, that maybe we older folks do. They're seeking other ways. And we see this because now you know, they've sort of invented this gig economy. Um, you know, I, so if you talk to a millennial, ask them what they do, and, oh, I'm, I'm a technical writer uh, in this industry, mm -hmm. and then go, what else do you do? <laughs> and then they're going to tell you about Uber, Lyft, Etsy, yeah. HashGrabbit, Postmates, because yeah. everybody's got like a side gig. And so the world is becoming really entrepreneurial again. Um, and, and Lynn, my, my opinion is, my thought is that these folks um, that, that have this kind of entrepreneurial drive again, um, not, that we, not that we didn't, but I mean, we're, they're kind of getting forced into an entrepreneurial mindset that got a little bit lost in our country. Um, they're going to be looking at franchising going, this is how the knowledge gets transferred. This is how I can get into a business. You know, they know that owning something is the best way to build um, equity now. Uh, and, and, and a franchise just makes sense for those types of folks. So I have a, I have a very positive outlook on where franchising is going. Um, as as old folks like me start to uh, you know start start to go out to pasture, um, but the the kids who are coming up, kids, uh, the, the the young folks who are coming up um, are are so primed to be wildly successful um, using the franchise systems and models. Yeah, most definitely. And I think another thing that um, says that franchising is here to stay is all of the different industries that are now embracing that franchise business model as a means of distributing their products and or their, and or their services. So more and more industries um, are being represented. So that's very exciting for me as well. So Mark, we are down to the end of the show. One more time, if someone wants more information about Housemaster, where would they go? Uh, so, so the first stop would be um, 
uh, housemaster.com. Check out our website. Um, my, my email, just please email me, mark.elson, E-L-S-O-N, at N-B-L-Y, neighborly, mark.elson at, at nbly.com. Um, drop me an email. Ask me a question about home inspection. Ask me a question about franchising. Um, would love to, to talk to you uh, if you are a listener uh, uh, of Linda's shows. Um, I, I'm a fan of you too. So uh, please reach out, mark.elson at nbly.com. Mark, it's been such a pleasure. I love hearing your passion and your excitement, and I really look forward to staying connected with Housemaster. Oh, Linda, I'm so thrilled to be able to work with you, uh, and I'm, I'm flattered that you would ask me on the show. Um, I, I am a fan. I've been a fan, and uh, looking forward to uh, the continued relationship. Thanks so much. So, folks, um, you know, when I, when I tell you that franchising is no more just burgers and fries, then this is an example of that. So I want to leave you with this quote. The quote goes like this, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of a low price forgotten. That's a quote by Benjamin Franklin. So that's exactly what an inspector does. If it makes that person makes sure that you're getting the quality of the home that you're paying for. So if it's a low price, you might want to make sure you get that inspector out sooner than later. So thanks again, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.